Truth be told, I was ready to hang it up till I met you today. So you're not from around here. It's hard to explain. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. idea what threats are out there. We can't do this alone. We need you. I'm not what you think I am. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and welcome to episode 17 of the Cinemania World Show. As always, I am joined by my buddy Alex. Alex, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Good, good, good. Uh, Today we have a couple of big things to talk about. Uh, Of course, we have the main key topics. Then we'll have the uh, Fast Track News. Then we'll have the uh, Television News Rundown. Then we'll get into some gaming stuff, and then... Movie pull list, of course, from Alex. Fan questions. We have a poll to talk about as well, and that should be this show. So let's get started right away. Of course, the main thing coming off of you know on everyone's minds, and the big thing that happened today was the Captain Marvel trailer. Captain Marvel trailer has dropped. A new poster dropped. Uh, trailer was a good. Tra- it wasn't even like a teaser trailer. It was a nice long trailer. So. Alex, first things first, what was your thoughts on the uh, Captain Marvel trailer? Uh, I think the movie looks good. I don't think it, like, based on that trailer, like, I don't think it looks amazing or anything, but, I mean, it piqued my interest. That's all I can ask a trailer to do. So, I mean, it probably will be a really good movie. We didn't see much of the scrolls. Um, so, luckily, we didn't see the guy that looks oddly like Piccolo from uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Um but, uh, but yeah, seeing Nick Fury back in the 90s, the old school Samuel L. Jackson look, that was cool. Uh, the best part of the trailer is when she punches the old lady. <laughs> yeah, and like everyone's like confused. I'm like, yeah, that, that was a squirrel. Like my boss Somebody... was watching it. I was like, no, that was a squirrel. He was like, what? Why did she punch her? I'm like, dude, yeah. okay, so the thing about squirrels is that they can shape lift and stuff, you know, Somebody... shape shift and stuff like that. So that's just an alien. Yeah. <laughs> so I he was like it. laughing. I saw on Twitter, I swear to God, I'm not stealing this, but uh, um, I saw on Twitter that somebody had a theory that like that might have been like Stan Lee, and then she like went to punch him, and he got out of the way, and she punched the old lady instead or something. Oh, my God. That was, yeah, like <laughs> saying that that was going to be like Stan Lee's cameo or something. Right, right. He, um, I heard that he's actually filmed his cameos for the next like five movies just in case oh, anything yeah, he did that like five years ago yeah just like in case anything drastic happens nobody had already did it again last year but um oh, yeah. anyways yeah i i kind of okay at first watch you could of course like it's the first time you're seeing this character you know how important she is because the ending of avengers infinity war was literally her character the setup for her movie so yeah. of course like when everyone's first watching it, they're excited and they're pumped and they're jazzed. And then after a couple couple watches, I, I kind of do agree with you. Like I um, it was a good trailer and I enjoy what happened in the trailer. I thought a lot of the shots were really cool, but it did feel very one note in some parts. Um, yeah. I mean, like Brie Larson just literally has the same face the entire trailer. Um, and I'm yeah, just like, I, I love I Brie Larson. What you say? Yeah, I'm not saying she wouldn't. I'm just saying from what I've seen right now, and I always go by what I what they show me. You know, I can only I can only judge what they show me, and what I've shown is the same stone look face in like every scene. Um, couple of scenes where she's you know smiling and stuff like that, but it's not it's not even the point because I I heard someone was like mad about the set photos that that um that entertainment Entertainment Weekly showed 
he was saying that, oh, you know, she's not smiling like a superhero should be. And I'm just like, shut up. My thing is that literally every shot in the trailer, she's just very, it's just very yeah. one note. One note of a trailer is all is all I yeah. got. And then the one like yeah. ounce of charisma that I really felt came after the trailer was from Samuel L. Jackson a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. other than that, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I, I'm excited for it, you know? Yeah, with uh, with Brie Larson, I always thought she kind of had like bitch face, you know. Yeah, she's like arresting, yeah. just arresting face and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but like, um. Yeah, like like during the Oscars when she won her Oscar, like, I just kind of looked at her. And I'm like, she seems like she's a huge bitch. Yeah, she um she she's I'm sure she's she's a very nice person. I'm sure she's yeah, nice she's and stuff nice like person. that. Yeah. But um yeah, I um and I guess you need that kind of seriousness when you're taking hold taking helm of this kind of character. So, I'm definitely I definitely am excited for it and I loved the score like already like I'm already I already yeah. know this is going to be one of those movies where I really enjoy the score. Um and I know the yeah. composer is the first female composer um that marvel has picked up for their movies um panar toprak uh she's composing the movie and that that like humming score is like really distinct and now it's like i like it so much because like it feels like when you hear that you know it's captain marvel's music you know what i mean um so i enjoyed that Correct me if I'm wrong, too. Isn't it female screenwriter? Isn't it female director? I don't think it's a female. I th- I don't. I think it's Ryan Fleck who's directing the movie. Let me take a look. Um, I, IMDb that shit. No, I think it, isn't it the director of the last Underworld movie? Which that might not be good. Oh, it's two directors: Anna Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Okay. Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Two directors. I actually just realized that. Um, so I think Anna Bowden did. Uh, uh, a lot of like, a lot of like, um, indie movies. Uh, Ryan Fleck has done, again, a lot of indie, a lot of indie movies as well. But um, yeah, those are the those are the uh, directors for the movie and stuff. Okay. But yeah, um, I'm excited for it. I am. I it looks it looks really good. Yeah, I am. I, I am too. Yeah. No. I loved the fact that the mask with the mohawk is in there. She looks, cause like she had when she gets into like battle mode, she can hold, she can you know that mask comes on her face, you know the Iron Man yeah. looking kind of mask when she was in the green suit. I don't know if you saw that part, but and I might, I might have missed that part. But, but I'm just glad the ma- the mask is like one of the things that I just wish that they had in the movie. So the mask is in the game, isn't well, it's in the movie, which looks really good. Um, yeah, it's in the game. <laughs> at the end of the trailer too, she goes full binary, which is like her most powerful, like you know, like powerful mode or whatever. Um, that's like the last like shot you see is when she's going binary, which is like amazing when all that fire comes out of nowhere and stuff. And she's like the yeah. when she go when she gets like that, she's like the same temperature as the sun. So it's like okay, yeah, she's like she. They're setting up in the way that she's gonna be the most powerful, you know, person in the MC- hero in the MCU, you know. So okay. yeah, I'm definitely pumped for it. The de aging looked really good on Samuel Jackson and it really um, did. yeah, and um, Phil Coulson. A, um, that looks really yeah. good. Um, Which he is not alive until I see him in the present timeline. Right, and then I there was like a little sneak shot of Ronan. As well, not a face shot, like a back, like you know, like yeah. kind of like a a back shot of Ronan, and then we had Jude Law. I saw yeah, him there. Yeah, there's that one shot of Jude Law. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So it looks like it's gonna be. They already mentioned that it's gonna. She's gonna have her power, full powers. But Good. you know, it looks like it's gonna. It looks like it's gonna be like a couple of like a flashback movie. You know, mm-hmm. of, of how she got to Earth and all that stuff. So you gotta see her when she was in the Cree. And you got to see her when she was a kid. And then you got to see her when she's like, you know, like now, you know. So yeah. it definitely does look interesting to me. It looks pretty good. It looks like, and it looks like high budgeted, not too high budgeted. But, yeah. you know, everything looks great. And I think it looks really good, you know. Yeah, just make it, just make a fun and entertaining movie. That's all I ask for. Right, right, right. Um, So, yeah, so far to me, it looks pretty good. I'm excited for it. I watched it a few times. When it uh when it when it showed, and I'm I'm really excited for it. I can't wait to see what 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 they do with it, and I can't wait to see how it comes out. It's in it's in a couple couple months next year. It's gonna be out. 
so that's exciting. I'm actually surprised that we got the trailer this early. We usually, I thought it was gonna be around like November, so. November or like December, you know. Well, well when Batman vs Superman came uh, was coming out, didn't they do like the trailer at like Comic Con or something? So that and that was like a three and a half minute trailer, wasn't it? Well, I think Justice League's trailer. The like Comic Con trailer that was like a year before the movie came out too, and I think yeah. like Black Panther. I think that trailer came out like in November, like December, I think, and that's coming out the same time as like Captain Marvel is. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I think they know that people just want to see something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, all the set photo, and then with all the set photos, everyone knew that it was like you know they had some kind of footage, so it looks pretty cool, and I'm excited for it. All right, moving on, we got our first look last week at the uh, Walking Phoenix as a Joker. Todd Phillips released the first photo, kind of like a, kind of like you know pre-production photo of Walking Phoenix as Arthur Fleck, which is going to be pre you know the name of the Joker's character and stuff like that. And we got a couple of like couple of set photos. They wasn't like actual actually released photos, more like leaked photos. Um, and, you know, just Joaquin Phoenix at, you know, portraying the character, being weird, looking smelly, and stuff like that. So, I ask you, what was your thoughts on the um, Arthur Fleck, you know, um, Joker stuff that we got a couple days ago? Dude, why does he have to have a name? It's so stupid. I don't like it. What do you mean, why does he have to have a name? I mean, you can't do... Yeah, he, well, like, I mean, like... The whole mystery of the Joker is it's like you don't know who he is. Like, he could be anybody. Right, right. But, like, going into this movie, when they wanted to do, when um, they decided to go something different and do, like, a Joker origin movie that's, like, separated from everything, it's an origin movie. And he, he wasn't called Joker when he was, like, a baby. Yeah, you know, he wasn't called Joker when he was, like, a teenager. He was called Joker yeah. when he went mad, you know? So I guess it's, like, yeah. pre what happened to him and how his life was. I guess, um, yeah, so, like, I saw, I mean, I didn't really, it didn't really do much for me, set photos like this, like, even when we got, like, set photos of Captain Marvel and stuff like that, and I remember everyone was shitting on, um, Heath Ledger's, like, set photos when he was Joker until they saw the movie, and it was, like, amazing, and this always, this happens all the time when, like, these photos come out, they're not that great, they're not what people were looking for, they don't really, they never really do nothing for me, so I don't really, like, you know, base how I'm gonna feel off the movie, off of what, mm -hmm. you know, off of what, I got two pictures that some stranger took, you know, mm -hmm. um, the pre-release photo of him, you know, kind of, like, looking into the, I can sense, like, he is, he looks a little bit off, but other than that, that's really, that's really all I really got from it, you know what I mean? I think, I think he's perfect casting for the Joker. I think he looks mm -hmm. good as the Joker. I just, uh, I, I just don't know with Todd Phillips directing. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we'll have to wait and to see like a trailer, which is not going to be anytime soon because they just started production like two weeks ago. Um, yeah. Maybe a trailer like next year, January or something like that. But I, yeah, they don't move, set photos like this doesn't really do anything for me he does look like a like person who's off you know like who's like yeah. you know off his meds or like kind of like insane which i like if he was like an average joe you know singing in the street then i would be like nah but he does look off he's smoking a cigarette he's messing with the clown you know that's probably yeah. like maybe that's the scene where he's like getting fascinated with the clown and stuff like that, and he's like, ooh, you know, I like this, like, makeup kind of stuff. You know, that'll be a kind of interesting, but other than that, I didn't really get not, nothing much from it, you know? Yeah, I, I, I didn't either. Yeah, that's... I could, I, at this point, I could care less. Yeah, that's usually how I feel when it comes to, like, set photo. If there was, like, a photo of him, like, as the Joker, which I think they're going to be saving, um, then that'll be kind of interesting and stuff like that, and that'll definitely be something to talk about. But him as regular... Arthur Fleck, you know, um, it's just alright, it's okay, but, um, yeah, that was pretty much it with that, so, yeah, the Joker, the Joker movie is set to release sometime next fall, I think it was October 2019, so, if I'm betting on a trailer, I'm thinking maybe sometime in the spring, we'll get a tr first trailer for the movie, but, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait, wait and see how it comes out, but, um, yeah, moving on, we have, of course, 
the weekend box office, and the weekend box office was kind of a slow weekend in in a way. Um, the Predator came at number one with twenty four million, but like the only thing good coming out of this is that it made that it was number one for the weekend. But this movie did not do well at all. Um, no. it, I I I read that it's like the first movie. It was like the first um, live action movie to have the worst box office with four hundred plus screenings, like like you know like like theaters. Um, four thousand? No, 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 no. It four thousand. Yeah. Four thousand plus theaters. It's the only. Yeah. It's the only live action film to have like to 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 have that low of a box office. That was in four thousand theaters, which is not that's good. Because, and the that's first the um, movie sucks. yeah, the first movie that did that was the Mummy. That was the record holder. The Mummy like the, was in like four, Tom, yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise one. Oh, okay. Um, that was in like four thousand plus theaters, and it only brought in like thirty million. Mm. Um, and now it's the Predator. It's in four thousand plus theaters, and nobody wants to want to go see it. Um, no, I don't blame them. I think it was a slew of things. I think it was the trailers didn't look good at all. The uh, the critics was not fond of it. The fans were like meh on it. Some of them said it was fun. Yeah. Um, the, you're also you're also looking at the fact that you're releasing it the week after people go back to school. Right. So you can't get that. You can't get that high school, middle school demographic. Even though yeah, like it's the pretty much done. That high school yeah. demographic is pretty much done after like last week. You know. Um, yeah. So that's a good point, actually. That's, I didn't hear that all day, so that's actually a really good point. Also, yeah. it's just, like, the whole Olivia Munn thing, and it's just, yeah. A lot, yeah. Of, a lot of people boycotted because of that. Yeah, I know I did. So it's it's a, it's a lot of bad press that went on with that movie. A lot of bad press. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. Not so crazy, but it's more like, you know, like, I kind of saw this happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I kind of saw this movie not doing, like, a, a damn thing in the box office when it came to that matter. So, I'm really yeah. not all that surprised by it. But, I'm not either. Yeah, it, it did not do well. Um, Number two, we had The Nun, which uh, came in at $18 million, And then num- the problem with The Nun was that it took a 66% drop, which is the highest drop percentage in the Conjuring franchise. Which is, yeah. um, it only made 18 million after last week it made, uh, I think last week it made like, like 60. What did it do last week? Let me yeah, check. Yeah, not a lot of people like that one. Yeah, f- 53 million last week, and then it dropped all the way down to, to 18 million this week. Um, A Simple Favor actually did pretty well. It actually, you know, over, over analyzed expectations, and it came in with 16 million. Um, mm-hmm. came in with sixteen million at number three. White Boy Rick mm-hmm. had uh, eight million, and it came in at number four. And then rounding up the top five was Crazy Rich Asians, that made just below White Boy Rick at eight million six hundred. Uh, White Boy Rick, White Boy Rick did eight million eight hundred. So yeah, that's pretty much the top five for the box office. Um, anything you wanna, anything stand out at the box office for you? No, I missed the what was number three. Number three was a, a simple favor. It's a simple favor. Mm-hmm. I want to see that because I heard it's actually really good. I heard I'm still hearing like it's good, it's okay, it's meh. But like I do want, I I still do. I would check it out. Yeah, um, it's got a good, it's got a good average score on Metacritic from the critics. So I mean, it's got a 68 on there. Right. Yeah. So, so only one uh, thing I heard about that is that the marketing is. Like the marketing is is making it seem like it's this it's this like thriller, but I'm hearing it's kind of like a comedy. Yeah, I, I kind of got that vibe from the trailer. I didn't. I even, got e- even though it looked like a thriller, I kind of got that vibe. If you have Anna Kendrick in the movie, I got I, the vibe I that it was. I thought I got the vibe that it was gonna be supposed to be like a girl on the train or something. That's why it looked like a wreck. It looked like a wreck of a movie to me when I first um, yeah. saw the trailer. Cause I literally got the vibes of a girl, a girl, the girl on the train with Emily Blunt. That was just yeah. not a good movie at all. Um, yeah, I didn't see it. yeah, it's not great. 
It's just like the marketing messed it up because it wasn't what it was supposed to be. You know what I mean? It was like a drama more so than a thriller. You know, and I hate that so much. Um, I hate when movies do that, honestly, because it's kind of like mismarketing. You know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, we know you you want to see a movie like this, so give me your money, but then you're going to be screwed when you go in. You know, I, I really can't stand that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that either. Yeah. So that's my problem with the simple favor. If it, if it is indeed like what people are saying it is, but I'll still check it out eventually. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, a couple interesting things. Uh, Unbroken two um did like <laughs> that came in like number ten, only made two million, which is not great. Um, How did that get a sequel? Like that's not a movie that needs a sequel. Yeah, then I think uh you know Searching is still in the top ten, made three million. Uh, the Meg is still in there at number seven, and Peppermint was number six, and stuff like that. So pretty, pretty okay weekend in the box office this weekend. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what comes out this weekend. I don't think it's the house with the clock yeah, in its walls. I, yeah, I don't. The clock in its walls. I don't see that title. doing anything, kind of number number numbers wise. So if you ask me, I think this weekend the Nun is gonna go back in number one. It could. Yeah, I think the nun's uh, gonna go back in number one, and Predator's gonna have a significant drop, and then the house in the with the clock on its walls will be like number two, is my guess. Yeah, I, I really hope, I because re- I want to see this with you on Thursday, the sisters brothers that western. Mm-hmm. I really hope that does well, but westerns don't usually do any good. Yeah, and I've had, I've had, I haven't really seen any marketing for that movie as well, yeah. which is tough. Yeah, but, I just want to see it because Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, so. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is one of my favorites right now, so I guess that's... Oh yeah, I, 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 I guess you're right. Um, Fast Track News. We'll get right into the Fast Track News of the week. Uh, Venom's tracking is is kind of pretty well. It's It has... um, It's tracking to make at least 50 to 60 million. Um, And if it goes over 60 million... If it goes... If it gets about 60 million, then... It will be the you know um, highest opening for October. The, mm-hmm. the the record holder for the high, highest opening in October is Gravity, um, which made okay. fifty five million in twenty thirteen. So mm-hmm. o- yeah, overall the tracking is like basically this is on the fast track because people the runtime came out last week, which is like under two hours. Fine for a solo film, if you ask me. Um, the tracking has it's about fifty to sixty million, and if it made over, if it does the tr- like, if it does, if it does do well as far as like sixty one or fifty eight, then Sony's gonna look at it. Sony is gonna look at it as a complete, like a complete success, and that they're gonna fast track a bunch of these kind of solo Spider Man films without Spider Man. Um, yeah. That I guess we'll see, but it is tracking well right now for what it you know for what the movie is in a solo kind of film um so that's interesting brian singer is going to helm red sonia after being fired from bohemian rhapsody and after his allegations um patrick stewart is to play bosley number two in the upcoming uh charlie's angels spin uh reboot um and then mary poppins trailer dropped yesterday and stuff like that. So, Fast Track News. Anything stand out to you, Alex? I actually did not know that a new Mary Poppins trailer came out. Yeah, that was yesterday. It was actually pretty good. I actually liked it a lot. Was it? Yeah, pretty I, good. I, I, read, I read something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was one of us from the page that tweeted it, or if it was, like, an actual, like, film critic or scholar. I guess it's... I guess uh, the 54-year gap between sequels for Mary Poppins and then this one is the longest in history. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. That's actually... Yeah, I, forget who tweet, I, who, I forget who tweeted that out. That's but actually I saw, very I interesting. I saw that on Twitter. I was like, wow, that's, that's crazy. That's actually kind of interesting. No, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, then, um, and then Venom tracking, I mean, yeah, if, if they have a good opening weekend, that's great, but then if your movie sucks and it gets bad word of mouth, like... What if people don't go see it the next weekend? You can't keep, you can't start planning all these movies. And the fact that, uh, I mean, the two hour the two hour runtime. I mean, I think it's 112 minutes. They said that. I mean, that's good for a superhero movie. Yeah. Like, the fact the fact that people are pissed that it's rated PG-13, I think is gonna 
really it might hurt that movie because they want to see like Venom like bite people. That's kind of ridiculous though. That whole argument. Oh, hey, wah, wah, it's not rated R. So what? Like I don't think it's that big. If if it's good, it's good. Like, if that Do you? Right, like, um, it's, yeah, you're exactly right, and I get the character of Venom, it bites people and eats people, and it's bloody, and the comics and whatever, but so was Wolverine, and you know how long it took for him to get an R-rated movie? He was just fine in all these PG-13, he was fine, you know, so what, he didn't cut somebody's head off, it's still Wolverine, and Hugh Jackman was great. You know? I, I don't agree. I don't agree with them going PG thirteen for the first two Wolverines. So the X Men movies that was. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with I that. Think, I think right from the get go, the, the first Wolverine, like the the first Wolverine movie, his own when he was just having his own solo movies, those should have been R. Mhm. I agree. I, I I can agree with that. But, but like, but then like people saying like with Venom, like oh he bites people's heads off and all that. It's like, well look at the Ninja Turtles in the original comics. Like the original Ninja Turtle comics were like. Bloody. Yeah, and, and it's like, like those, those aren't rated R. Right, and it happens a lot of times with these villains and heroes and movies and like it, Batman's a very dark hero as well. And his comics are yeah. bloody as shit. But all his movies are yeah. PG thirteen, fine. Dark Knight was PG thirteen, yeah. fine. No, it doesn't matter. I don't I don't because really they think have, they have enough of the darkness in there. Right, and I don't they think they don't have to go the extra limit to make it R. Exactly, and I, I just honestly don't think that a movie, you know, the rating of a movie justifies if it's going to be good or not. I don't think oh, that's right. true yeah, at all. Exactly. And everyone who's getting, ju- I used to judge, I used to judge movies based on that, but then I was like, that's stupid. Yeah, every everyone who's getting like mad about the rating, it's PG third. I mean, I don't blame that Sony for making it PG thirteen because listen, this is a risk, and for everyone who's pissed and mad about it being. Rate not rated R. You gotta look at it. Look at it from a business perspective, and this is a risk of a movie. Now, of course, Deadpool was gonna work because Deadpool is one of those characters. You're like, oh yeah, Deadpool's cool. You know what I mean? And everyone has been clamoring for a Deadpool movie since forever. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like nobody was clamoring for a Venom movie. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, and it's like with Wolverine, everyone was clamoring for Wolverine to like be in all his, all his, all his glory and have an R-rated movie so he can cut people up and all that stuff. Fine. Yeah. But Venom, the Venom movie is a legit risk of a movie because he's not one of those big, well-known characters. He's a spinoff character. He's he's kind of a he's kind of like. If he uh, he is he is like one of the most iconic Spider-Man villains, but you have to grab more than just the comic book crowd nowadays. You know what I'm saying? And you can't grab that big of a crowd if it's R rating. And also another reason why the Deadpool movie worked is because it was it was it was marketed as a comedy, marketed as a fun, raunchy comedy with some romance. You know, everyone loves that date night. Everyone loves that. Venom literally has Venom literally has none of that. So it's like it's a huge risk and stuff. And I don't blame them for trying to grasp a bigger audience with going PG PG thirteen. You know what I mean? So I don't really mind that at all. As far as the tracking, um, I wasn't expecting it to do so well because the trailers have just not done anything for me, and the trailers literally just look like CGI, like slime all over the place. So I yeah. was I wasn't expecting that it's actually doing pretty good in the um, tracking, which I'm fine with because more of these movies mean that um, we get more comic book movies, of course, and it means that it does well. And one thing one thing I noticed that somebody said too, this was from John Campia on the John Campia show. Uh, John Campia mentioned that if Venom does well, he hopes that it does well so that Spider Man can stay in the MCU. If Venom bombs and it's a huge travesty, Spider-Man's going back to Sony because Sony's like, okay, that didn't work. We want Spider-Man back. We need Spider-Man. Yeah, they're going to be like, okay, that didn't work. We want our Spider-Man back. You know what I mean? So he said something interesting. What? If that happens, I hope hope the MCU casts Yuri Lowenthal as Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, or like his voice on someone's body. But like, um, he, that's why... I want it to. That's another reason why I want it to succeed because I really don't want Sony to touch 
Tom Holland. And Tom Holland, like, he's great at Spider-Man. He's not my favorite. Um, but it's just, I hope that all this works out and comes to fruition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so um, anything else from the uh, Fast Track news that you like? Um... The Brian Singer thing is not the, cool. I was I was gonna say yeah, the Brian Singer thing that's that's weird. It's strange too. Because like why? Like, like what are you doing? Well, why would you want a guy with so much backlash and baggage on your movie? You know what I mean? Well, here's here's my thing. It's like it's like Disney's like oh we're gonna fire a guy who said controversial stuff ten years ago. But yet, like, Hollywood is going to hire this guy who doesn't show up to set and might be a sex offender. Yeah, and it's not even like that stuff blew over. Like, it's still there. And I'm like, why would you be, like, happy? Hey, guess what, guys? We got Brian Singer. That's Sonya. I mean, he's a great director, but... Yeah, it's just like, no, he got fired from Bohemian Rhapsody for not being there. Like, what? (laughs) And then, like, he's been accused of of being a sex he's been you know he has allegations and i get it like allegations are allegations but he has allegations and it's like those don't come out of the blue you know what i mean exactly so it's like i'm very lukewarm of as far as that if that does come into fruition and he makes a red sonya movie i don't think i'll be like rushing to the theater to see it but um Yeah. yeah it's just a weird situation you know Remind me what Red Sonia is again. She is Red Sonia. She's like, um, she was kind of like the wife of like uh, Conan the Barbarian. So kind of oh. like a kind of like a soldier, and so she's like kind of like a warrior, female, female warrior, and stuff like is that. Anybody gonna be interested in that movie? I mean, it depends. I guess there's, you know, yeah. it de- it honestly just depends at this point. You well, know, I mean, we are getting a lot more like. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm like, it depends. You know, it's just like, Peppermint did well for what it for what it for what it was as far as box office goes. Tomb Raider did okay. You know, I I I guess it just goes by. It just depends on who on like. You know what I'm saying? How I was thinking about I was thinking about Tomb Raider today. I was like, that movie doesn't get enough credit. (laughs) The what? What they? Which one? The um the one this year? Yeah, the Vikander one. Yeah. The one this year, the, the the one this year, like I liked it, but it just like it kind of went. It's not like great or anything. Yeah, it's great. And I think it's fun. It's just like some of the story aspects that they decide to do just didn't did, yeah. didn't really do it for me. Um, yeah. And it's like it's the problem with video games and movies is that you're just trying to cram in an entire like twenty hours of gameplay, you know, into a two hour movie. movie, and those are just sometimes an hour and a half. Right, and that's just really hard to do, and that's why I say that video games should be should be movies. I mean, should be uh, television series, because yeah, like I, you can prolong a 10, 10 episode, fifteen episode series, and you can do that with all the stuff that's in the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, definitely. Like playing Spider Man and all that. Like in parts, it feels like a movie, but in parts, yeah. it just feels like a series. I'm watching a Spider-Man series, you know, and yeah. right now I'm on like episode 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what it feels like. So that's why I think that it's just I liked it, but it's probably yeah. in a lot of aspects it just didn't really work that much and yeah, stuff like I can that. See that yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on to the uh, the um. To, well, we're kind of breezing by all this stuff today, huh? Um. We'll uh-huh. move on to. The uh, television news rundown of the week. And I'll give a quick Emmy Awards recap of the winners. Um, Avatar, this actually dropped today. Avatar The Last Airbender series in the works at Netflix. With the original writers and, um, the, and like, you know, writers and, you know, all that stuff from the, uh, the animated series, which is great. Mm-hmm. And The Defenders is probably dead. Like, they're never doing a season two. Um, yeah. They kind of got rid of a lot of the, like... You know, like, the social media-like stuff for TV nope. shows and yeah. all that stuff? They got rid of the Defenders, and they really you they really never do that. You know, I mean, like, the, the, there's still promotional stuff for, like, shows that's, like, from 2005 on social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, everyone's, like, everyone's, like, <clears throat> everyone's just, like, kind of, like, whispering that I may be dead, you know? So... 
before I get into the Emmy Awards stuff, what are your thoughts on the Avatar and the Defenders stuff? Defenders, that's kind of surprising. Um, I thought that they really had a strong track record with Netflix with all those. I still haven't watched those shows, so... I mean, but I thought I thought that that was going strong on Netflix. Uh, the Last Airbender, I never watched the anime on Nickelodeon, but and I never watched the movie, never intend to. But I know how bad it is. I know how bad it's supposed to be. So as long as you keep M Night Shyamalama Ding Dong away from this, I think you're gold. Um. So a few things for me. Um. I. It's a sin that you've never watched the animated series. Go to Walmart or Target and buy it. It's like twenty bucks. Did the collection? Um, the Defenders. Now I don't mean the separate shows are dead, but the, but no, the def- I know, I know. yeah the um Defenders show the one they all come together is kind of dead. What I mean. All right, so we'll get right in to the Emmy Awards recap. It happened last night. A couple of noteworthy noteworthy winners and stuff like that. But uh. Best comedy, I guess, was one of the big winners. Uh, the Marvelous Miss Maisel. I've been meaning to watch that show. It's an Amazon exclusive. Um, and I'm, I hear good things about it all the time. Um, I really wanted to watch, want to watch it still. But yeah, Rachel Brosnahan, she also won the Best Actress um, in a Comedy she's for that really show. Good. Yeah, I heard good things about her. I heard she's really good in it and stuff. Best she's Drama, right, Best Drama, Game of Thrones... Um, best limited series, The Assassination of Gianni Versace. Um, what was that? Best, the story on FX is actually pretty good. Uh, best actress in a comedy, Rachel Brosnahan. Best actor in a comedy, Bill Hader and Barry. Best actress in a drama, Claire Foy with The Crown. Really good show. Sense, yeah. yeah, she's really, really, really good. Uh, a couple of more uh, winners. Best actor. In a drama, Matthew Rice and the Americans. Amazing show. My, my mom loves that show. Best Supporting Actress in a Drama, Dandy Newton in Westworld. Supporting Actor oh, wow. in a Drama, Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones. Supporting Actress in a Comedy, Alex Borstein, uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Supporting Actor in a Comedy, Henry Winkler, Barry. So, I'm guessing, like, so... Uh, there's also a lot of awards for like Seven Crowns, no Seven Seconds. I'm sorry for the show on Netflix and uh, Saturday Night Live won a lot of stuff. RuPaul Dr- RuPaul's Drag Race won some awards. Black Mirror, The Marvelous Miss Maisel won a lot. The Crown won a lot. What I'm noticing, so what I saw today was that, what I saw today was that this is the first time where where uh, a streaming service has. Has has like won the most awards. Really? Yeah. So Netflix was the was like, and then it was it was Netflix and then HBO. Um, oh wow. Yeah. So Netflix has was like you know the majority winner, and I guess that's really good for Netflix. That puts a stamp in the industry that they're they you know they make good stuff. Now they might make yeah. silly, like they might they make like silly stuff like Insatiable with Debbie Ryan. That show is horrible. But like, um, yeah, yeah, they make good stuff, and there is a lot of good shows on Netflix. Like Ozark is really good. A lot of good That's American, a show? yeah, American Vandal. I'm hearing a lot of good things about. I haven't started it, but yeah, Netflix is like the place to be where it comes. I know my mom. She watches like a bunch of those kind of um series on Netflix. She's always on a new series on there. You know. So it's good for them, you know what I mean. So, what are your thoughts on the Emmys, uh, award winners and stuff? I just don't get how Netflix is so good with their TV shows, yet they suck with their movies. You know, I, I can vouch, I can vouch for that about fifty percent because, yeah, you can find at least a good, you can find a good bunch of movies on Netflix. You can. There's a couple of them. That I've watched like throughout the years too, not just like recently. Like like the Babysitter is a fun comedy. I just watched a movie on it on it a few weeks ago. What was it called? Um, To the Boys I've Loved Before is really good. There's a couple of others. Mo- like what was the movie with um Lily Collins? Uh, To the Bone, another really good movie. Like they they have they have a lot of they do have a lot of good movies, but. The reason why they have the stigma that they have so much shit movies is because they did in the past when they first started. You know what I mean? Um, and when they was first started to get it big, it was like, oh my god, Netflix movies are so bad. But like some of their original movies are trash. Like Bright hated that movie. Um, 
yeah, awful. Um, but they do have some gem hidden gems in there. So I've definitely like take a chance. There's all there's a lot of lists around like social media of like the top ten movies of like, you know, from Netflix and stuff like that. They do have they do have good stuff on it. I won't say that all their stuff okay. is bad because they have a mixture of good and bad with them. It's okay. kinda like a mixed bag with Netflix, is that but they I do yeah. think they have more good than bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God thank God the Emmy Awards weren't the nominations weren't like outrageous and ridiculous like what was that the people's choice awards we were talking about oh yeah well the emmys are on a way higher like standard than the people's choice awards and stuff also i heard it was actually a really good award show i heard heard that um i heard that it was it was short i heard that they they went through all the nominations and i saw an interesting tweet that said that they have 22 nominate like you know 22 categories the and Oscars stuff like that like has like 26 something like that and uh, and the Oscars want to cut off you know awards during the main ceremony and the Emmys did nothing did none of that you know what i mean um yeah. there was a few smaller awards that was announced on social media over the weekend but that was like oh best guest actress you know when they have yeah, like you special know, you guests know show that. yeah yeah those like the little the really really small awards they air, they, but they actually do air it. You know, they don't just, like, cut it off completely. Yeah. They air it. They yeah. just post it on, like, YouTube or, or yeah. Instagram or Twitter or their website. But I, was, yeah. I heard that it was a really good show. I didn't get to watch it. I, I watched a, a little bit of it. I Like, I watched Rachel, Rachel Brosnahan's speech, which, which was really good. Um, but I didn't get to watch the whole thing. But I thought it was really good. Like, I was working last night, so I was bummed I couldn't yeah. watch it. But I heard it was a really good show. Yeah, and I heard, I heard what they did, too, is they cut out, like, uh, I don't think they did, like, music guests this year or something so that kind of shortened it up i think yeah like i mean like the academy's gotta get their shit together yeah they even like there's even like a new thing when they're calling it they're calling like the tele i don't know if they've always called it this but i've never heard it as the television academy um but a lot of people a lot of people throughout the show was saying that but i just heard it's kind of felt like it's this was kind of like like a like a like a fu to the oscars that yeah you can put on a good show and you yeah. know, not silly cat, not add, not have to add silly categories. You can have everyone be a part of the show, and I really like that. Also, Regina King won a won an award for Seven Seconds from Netflix, and that was like a really nice speech as well. Just wanted to say nice. that. But um, yeah, um, I actually want, I, I actually really want to check it out. I heard it was a good show, so that's exciting, you know. Yeah. So moving on to some video game stuff. Uh, sh- I wanted to get your thoughts on Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, so yeah, I just completed this last night. Um, I will say, going on the record, out of the trilogy Tomb Raider games, um, might be the weakest, but that does not make it a bad game whatsoever. It's still a very, very great game. I think, I think what makes it the weakest is its story, and there's some decisions that Lara Croft makes or just like, why the hell did you even do that? Right. Like there's like there's one there's one sequence where she's uh where she's in the city of Paititi, which is basically the main setting for this game. Mm-hmm. And there one of the kids from one of the tribe members is uh is being taken by uh, a cultist and so she's trying to hide and then like she sees him getting taken, and she just she just screams no! And then they and then they uh, they go after you, and that ensues a huge chase. I'm like, why the hell did you even do that? <laughs> like, isn't your whole point supposed to not be seen? But, um, yeah, people are gonna say it's it's just stuff like that. But like, people are gonna say that it's um that is very similar to Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I thought so at first. But then as the game progressed, there were little things that I noticed that really enriched the gameplay for me that kind of that kind of like people are saying like the, the mechanics are getting a little stale mm-hmm. um that it's starting to be like a tired and true type of thing but like yeah they added they added something with the pickaxe which i That's really it. liked and the, <laughs> yeah and then um and then when she covers herself in mud i really like that how you can hide on the mud walls and then this isn't this isn't like something where I'm like, oh, this changes the game. I just thought it was a little like, yeah yeah cool, no I get cool it cool thing no I, I get it this was a this was a little cool thing when she's covered in mud she actually puts her hair down so it's not in a ponytail when she's covered in mud mm-hmm. and then when she's done 
killing all the guys, she puts it back in the ponytail. Which I thought that that was a little cool, like little thing to little add. Thing that she did. Yeah. See, like uh, there's there, there's something else that they add to. I forget what it is though. Mm. I just played the game yesterday. Well, well, like for me, the um, the reason why like I haven't rushed out to buy it is because all the gameplay I was watching is like I was like it's literally just Rise of the Tomb Raider with better graphics and a few more different mechanics. It felt like when what happens every year when a new like football game or NBA game comes out, it's literally the same game. It's the new, new, yeah. new couple of new features and roster new updates. yeah roster updates, new features, uh, new new in new slightly enhanced graphics. Not and that's what I that's what I felt when I got when I was um. When it was getting close to the uh, release date of Rise of the to- of Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I just like the buzz around it was not there. Nobody was really talking yeah. about it, and it's just like it looked literally the same. And I'm usually really jacked for Tomb Raider games, yeah. and it's like one of my favorite for- franchises, you know. So it's like yeah. I was never yeah, really not- like, oh wow, yeah, it's, this looks great. Yeah. For the mo- for the most part, it is the same, but it's just when they add the little things that kind of make it a little more rich. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, and then it's definitely darker than the last... Well, I don't know if it's as dark as the first one. The first one, I don't think you're getting any more brutal than that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, there's like there's literally a scene... I'm not... Small spoilers, nothing huge. But, like, there's literally a scene where she falls into a pit of water. And there's fire behind her. And, um, and she's, like... She's kind of drowning. And she's thinking about, like, something she said earlier in the game. Her past experiences... Mm-hmm. Then she comes out of then she comes out of the water like she's reborn, and it's just this ambient like music where it's like yeah yeah, and then she just goes up to a Trinity guard, draws her knife, and brutally murders him. I'm like, holy shit! Oh wow, that sounds pretty good. But um, yeah yeah, yeah I I guess like I guess like for me, it just have to be a little bit more than like a few new gaming features but i'm definitely i definitely will be checking it out at some point it's, soon. it's still even, even if it feels the same like it's mm-hmm. still fun and it's still a great game well yeah because i never want i never want these games to end when i'm playing them you know what i mean so it's like yeah. it's, it'll be like continuation of the second game so yeah. yeah i'm still gonna check it out eventually at some point not anytime soon kind of busy like i literally had to make time for spider-man so like i'm still not <laughs> i still haven't beat it yet but um Speaking yeah spider-man Speaking of Spider-Man, Spider-Man PS4 officially went gold over the weekend. Uh, Insomniac set out a, at all, yeah. Insomniac set out a big, um, a big, you know, statement and stuff like that, taking the fans and everyone. What I've been, what I've been hearing all like with this whole video game is that everyone is just saying the same thing I've been saying is that, and is that like they put a lot of love in this project, and you can just tell. You can you can literally just tell, and I just have a I still have fun playing it to this day. I'm excited to beat it at some you know eventually. I'm almost there. Oh, it's so I, fun, dude! I think I'm like 65 percent complete, but I like I'm some close. That, but um, as soon as I beat it, Alex and I will definitely talk about it in spoiler review and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, I'm excited. You know, I I love the game yeah. so much. Yeah, just that disclosure. You don't get it if you beat the game without doing like most of the side missions. Like I'm doing, I'm doing more of the side missions now. You don't get 100. percent You get like 60. I think I was 62 when I beat the main story. Well, yeah, it's probably the same. See, I'm at 65 percent because I've completed a lot of the side missions already. Like I did yeah. all the towers. I did the uh, all the all the all the uh, black cat stuff. I'm done with mm-hmm. the kingpin kingpin stuff and stuff like that. But like, yeah. um. I want to see. I want to. I want to see like what the num what the overall number is of how much it sold the first like night or week. Eventually, when they when they show that, but yeah, it's a fun game. I'm excited to beat it. I might be. I might be able to look it up real quick. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. But I'm excited to see it. And I'm excited to just like check it out eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm excited. Uh... All right, guys. So Alex was not able to find the number. Um. But. Uh, we got we literally just got some breaking news coming from Collider. This is actually kind of big. I can't wait to see what your thoughts are about this. But the DC streaming universe uh, will include limited series TV shows for MCU characters. Wait, what? Oh, the Disney? 
Yeah, you know the streaming the streaming service they're doing. No, 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 no. Disney streaming service. So they're gonna have separate. I'm glad we were able to catch this for the show, but they're gonna have separate um, MCU TV shows from like different characters. That's kind of so like, that'd be kind of awesome. So like Black Widow or something. Yeah. Or? Well, Black Widow's getting her own movie, but I mean like oh, okay. probably the smaller characters. You know, that'd be Strong interesting. Movie. There's so many you can do. Like, yeah. there's that'd so much cool. you can do. Um, I yeah, like I'm trying to think of like characters right now. Like they can do like a um Scarlet Witch origin or something like that. They can yeah. do like they can do a lot of stuff with this. It's actually Dude, really give excited. Cork, give me a Cork TV show. Or so yeah, they could. You know what I mean? They could do like a a Valkyrie TV show. Yeah. Um I, I, Hawkeye for Cork. Christ's sake, give him yeah. something, you know. Yeah. Hey, I'm Cork, made of rocks. Check it out. <laughs> no, that's actually really cool. I'm excited to see what that's about. Um, but yeah, that's 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 pretty exciting. I'm excited to see what that what that's about. All right, uh, movie pull list, Alex. What you got for the movie pull list? Uh, movie pull list for this week. Uh, we have. They made me do it. Oh uh, my Jurassic god. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, Supergirl, the complete third season. Uh. The, uh, what is this? The, um, oh, what am I trying to say? Steelbook, uh, Shout Factory edition of Platoon. Very good movie. Uh, Jurassic World five movie collection Steelbook. And that's, that's it. That's all, that's of note. Oh, Fahrenheit 451. I saw that too. I saw that too. I'm not going to be buying Jurassic World anytime soon. Uh, nope. Screen Junkies just put out their honest trailer for it. It was hilarious. But, um, yeah. it was a terrible movie. Like, I watched the honest trailer. I'm like, oh, this movie's so bad. <laughs> it might end up in my top 10. You. It might end up in my top 10 worst this year Um, by the end of the year. So, I guess we'll see. But, um, all right. So, coming up next, we have some fan questions to get into. I'm going to ask them real quick. All right, fan questions. We have two from David Ruiz from Twitter. Thank you, David. Uh, first question is, if you guys can get a sequel or remake to any movie, what would it be? Hmm, that's a toughie. It's a toughie. I agree. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, remake, sequel, or... Oh, wait, so he does say sequel or a remake. Or, or a remake. Oh, I got one. I would love to see a sequel to Ex Machina. Yeah, kind of to see what Alicia Vikander's character is doing now, you know, and what happens with that yeah. other guy who's in the place, you know what I mean? Um, I would love to yeah. see that, so that's my sequel. I don't really have a remake off the top of the head, but yeah, that'll be my sequel. Yeah. You have anything? I'm going to get killed for this. Oh. Um, I've always really liked The Prince of Persia movie mm-hmm. so I I really want to see a sequel to that oh wow okay okay I know a lot of people don't but I think that's my favorite video game adaptation I think it's actually very well done for what it is I don't mm-hmm. think it's great by any means but every time I watch it I just have a blast right so. I guess like an, a remake because I do want to add like a remake section of that question um I know the movie's kind of like kind of newish, but you know, Stranger Things have happening have happened. But Dead Silence, I feel like, you know that horror What's movie Dead, Dead Silence? Silence. You never seen that? Oh um, yeah, the yeah. movie with the I puppets. So. I never saw it, but I know what it is. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's okay. So I think in today's horror age, I think with the right director, the right script, you know, I think we could have a really effective movie with that. Cause the I think. The mythology of the puppets and Mary Shaw is so interesting to me, but the movie just kind of didn't yeah. do it well. You know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. movie was fine, but the acting was bad, and the story just kind of just went nowhere, and it was kind of very boring. Yeah. And I think with the right director, mm-hmm. the right script, and the right team behind it in today's day and art and horror, I think it could be like one of those contenders for um for like the conjuring franchise and 
Also, the the original movie, uh, it was like 2007, I believe, but the original movie was produced by James Wan, so I would love to see him actually direct it an actual movie with a nice okay. script, he like his own script, and stuff like that, and better actors and characters, you know what I mean? So I would love a remake for that. Okay. But um, his next uh, his next question is, why do you think DC can make a success- successful movie universe like Marvel? Um, I think it's just one question is that they just rushed everything. And I think if they just would have, if DC, I think DC, some of the DC movies are good and they're fine. But I think if they just went with the route where they just did some, some origin movies first, you know, instead of rushing everything to uh, catch up with everyone, I think they would have been fine. I think if they just slowly, if they all sat in the room and had like a a five year plan of what movies is going to come out. Right now, it's kind of like we'll we'll see how we do when this it's movie all comes over out. The place. Yeah, right yeah. now it's kind of like oh we'll see how this movie does, and then we'll we'll figure out what we do after. And that's just not what you're supposed to do, in my eyes. Yeah. Um, I just feel like if you have a Man of Steel, the first one. Um, if you have Man of Steel, you make f- a sequel. Yeah, you make a sequel, and then you have a Batman movie. And then you do your Wonder Woman movie, and then you have your Justice League, yeah. whatever. Um, where you introduce, you can introduce like the other characters. I mean, you can have an Aquaman movie first too, but I think like Flash and Cyborg, you can introduce them like how, um, like how kind of like how Black Widow and Hawkeye was introduced in a way in Avengers. I know Black Widow was in Iron Man too, but it was it yeah. felt like a little cameo in that movie. But they were actually introduced in the Avengers. You know, I think I think that could work. But I think the problem with them is just like they just rush everything and they just don't have a they don't really have a plan, you know? Yeah. Yep. So everything you just said, I agree. They don't have a plan. They rushed everything. Their studio is just too greedy because they they don't care about making a good movie. They just care about like the money going into their pockets. Um, you know, I mean the studio execs are just they're they're trying to play catch up to Marvel too fast and too furious and it's not working like you can't make batman versus superman your second movie of the franchise we've used this analogy before it's like saying if civil if you did iron man and then captain america civil war yeah it doesn't make sense um it never does and that's just the same analogy that we use but that's just true and that's with, and that's with any 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 franchise and i, I don't want to just like compare it to marvel but even look at the conjuring franchise it's been doing really well that's like if the conjuring came out the first conjuring movie and then they had like and then the next movie was annabelle versus the nun you know it just wouldn't make sense it really just wouldn't um yeah. i think other studios are doing it well or it's like I think the monster, um, you know, the the monster universe, like the Godzilla and the uh, yeah. King Kong, is if King Kong, it it would it would be the same thing as if is if like Godzilla came out and then the next movie was him versus King Kong. It's just no, you gotta take your yeah. time. So like the way they have it over there too, um, I think it's just, it's a Universal, I believe. Um, I think it's Pear. Godzilla? I think that's Paramount or Warner Brothers, I that's believe. Warner Brothers. But I Warner think the Brothers. way they have it right there too, right, is that they did Godzilla, then they did God, then they did um King Kong, then they're doing Godzilla too, you know, and then they're doing the the battle movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And that's just going with the with the flow. So if they if you guys can do that, why are you rushing this universe? You know. So that's my that's why I think they're not they haven't been successful. In a way, and, and there's people who like, oh, well, they are successful. They were all successful movies, and like, no, they're not. No, they weren't. They're like made. Some of them made their money back, but like a su- successful franchise, meaning like almost a- every movie is critically is critically received well, and audience received well. You know, everyone enjoys the movie, not just like one one half enjoys it, sort of. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know, and I hate the. I still hate the whole thing that well, critics didn't like it, but the fans did. I'm just like, I'm a critic. No. I'm a critic and a fan. Yeah. What that has nothing Dude. to do with anything because. Dude, that that's that's the whole defense with Suicide Squad. They're like, well, the fans liked it and it won an Oscar. I'm like, that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, like f- why why can't this 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 40 year old critic, right? Why can't who says? 
who goes to say he doesn't read a bunch of comic books himself? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he didn't like exactly. no one looks at these. Well, I don't. I think people. Some people. It's it, it's kind of it's kind of like it depends now. But I don't think yeah. anyone looked like before these movies happened. I don't think anyone wanted it to fail. But it's like we have no. to go with the facts that these movies, some of them were not good. And I'm not gonna. I don't think. I don't think like if I go down the list, I think Man of Steel was fine. I think Batman vs Superman. There's parts that I actually enjoy, um, but Batman vs Batman vs Superman. I don't think it's like I don't think it's this like trash trash bag horrendous movie. That would be Suicide Squad for me. Um, yeah, Suicide Squad's awful. But Wonder Woman, of course, was great, and then um, Justice <laughs> League. That's also another one of those trash bag movies that was horrible for me. So it's just like. I don't know. I guess I guess I want them to succeed so bad. I want all comic book movies to, to succeed I mean, because that means we get you more. Really, you know, so Yeah, exa- exactly. Cuz when you really think about it, that's what you need. You need more. Like you don't want like you don't want people to be like, "Oh, well, DC's failing, so it's like we we're not going to go check out this Marvel movie because superhero movies are becoming stale now." No, you want them both to compete with each other and do like and try to one up each other, but Warner Brothers and DC are just going about it the wrong way. Well, I don't even want them to go. I don't see. I don't even want them to compete with each other because I think that's causing a rift between comic book fans in a whole. Because now you have this DC versus Marvel, and I think that's very toxic, and that's why we have people leaving Twitter and all that and all that dumb shit. I don't want them. I don't want anyone to go against each other. I don't really think there needs to be a competition. Why can I just enjoy, why can I just enjoy both parties? And I and I do. There's parts. There's parts of each studio that I enjoy. You know, so it's just like I want them. I want all like whether it's from Fox or Sony or Warner Brothers or Disney. Like no matter what it is, I want them all to, to succeed. You know, so it's like yeah, that's just my that's my stance on that question. Um, all right, we're gonna move in. To I put a poll up for this sh- for this episode, where we asked a question of, since the big topic was about Captain Marvel, I asked how much will Captain Marvel make opening weekend, and we had a lot of voters and, f- I the choices were fifty million or under, seventy five million, over a hundred million. Now Alex, what did you choose before I say the reveal the uh, the uh, win- like the winner? I think I said a hundred. So we actually have a tie, split like it's down in the middle, literally. Um, Fifty million or under was forty-four percent. Seventy-five million, thirteen percent, and then over a hundred million, forty-four percent. So it's split kind of in a way, which is interesting, I believe. Um, Very interesting. So I put that I I voted. For I believe it's gonna make over a hundred, just cause it's. I think it's. Yeah. If I had to choose, I think at least one hundred five to one ten, because yeah. I. I just. Yeah. I think people are gonna flock to this movie because it's right after. I mean, I mean, I know I'm kind of disregarding Ant Man and the Wasp, but it was whatever. But I think people are flocking to the movie after you know the ending of Infinity War. And I think that's what they wanted, you know. So people are gonna want to see who this person is, because when that reveal happens, there's a lot of what and who's that in the audience. So people are gonna want to see who this person is. Can she save their favorite characters? And you know, what's what? What is she? Well, who is she? What is she like? You know. So I do think the fans are gonna turn out for this movie. You know. Uh-huh. So yeah. Um. Why'd you choose over a hundred? Uh, over a hundred. Well, because I saw that this is a female-led superhero movie. We saw the success that Wonder Woman had. I think that made over $100 million, um, opening weekend. So I was taking that into account. The fact that a lot of people are, especially with that after credit scene in Infinity War, that a lot of people are now really looking forward to this movie. We got a trailer. A lot of people, are, I've seen a lot of mixed reactions on the trailer, but I think people are really, really really high on this trailer even after that um so 
That's why I picked a hundred million. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to. Um, I would definitely have to agree. I do think I did see mixed reactions, but I do think people are still gonna flog to it. I think by the second trailer, more people will be won over and stuff. And also just because it's yeah. a, it's a new character, it's a brand new character that people have never seen before. And I know about her, but maybe you don't know know much about her. And I know people who are gonna see it regardless. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be appealing to a lot of little girls. Um, I can see that star. That logo just running around the theater right now. In my, I'm, I'm envisioning it. <laughs> that little star logo yeah. and the and the and the blue, the blue, yellow, and red costumes and backpacks and hoodies and sweaters and shirts from the little girls. Yeah. I can just see it right now in the theater. So I definitely think it's gonna win people over, um, especially little girls. And so, which means family is gonna have to pay for it. I'm gonna see it opening weekend, of course. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to do really well. So, alright. Me too. Alright everyone, that is the end of the show. We have come out of time. That is all we got for today's show. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, my name is Dwayne. You can find me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can find the Cinemania page on Twitter as well. And other platforms of social media at Cinemania World. And Alex, they can find you where... Uh, you can find me at uh, my official website, alexmaddenmovies.strikingly.com. There you will find all my links to my social media accounts. It's just easier to point you in that direction rather than saying them on the show. So. Right, exactly. All right, guys, thank you so much. And we're going to have some a couple of big um, announcements coming up soon, so stay tuned for that as far as the, the month of October. Listen, I'm a huge horror fan. October's around the corner. That's all I'm going to say. Stay tuned for on our Twitter page and Facebook page for all of our special announcements. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See you later.